Chapter 6 Darkstalker spent the rest of the day in the main entrance cave, reading through scrolls and talking to any students who were brave enough to approach him. By the middle of the day, it began to feel quietly normal to have him there. He didn't do anything sinister. He didn't use his any magic. He acted like a friendly visitor who just needed to use the library on his way through the mountains. An enemy sat beside him with her chin lifted, looking as royal as she did when she sat beside Mother at the council meetings. Every once in a while, Darkstalker would pass her a scroll and ask her to read it out loud for him, or to check it for references to Fathom, and she would do so, beaming. The school gradually returned to its usual activities. From its hiding spot, hidden behind the brass gong, behind the bronze gong, Turtle saw Mudwings pass through on the way to the arts room. He saw Samwings carrying musical instruments, and he saw Raymings with baskets heading out to pick berries. There was no signs of ice wings. Turtle wondered if they were hiding somewhere. He also wondered why nobody came to make Anemone go to whatever class she was supposed to be in. Pike stalked through a few times, eyeing Darkstalker suspiciously, but he but didn't try talking to him. At one point around midday, Turtle saw Clay gather the Skywings to hear Peril's story of the duel between Queen Scarlet and Queen Ruby. Soon they came back through the cave, all of them with relieved expressions, knowing that Scarlet was dead and Ruby was sick for the Queen for certain now. One of them paused not far from Darkstalker and gazed enviously at the treasure and enemy had swept into a messy pile. He was the one with the badly scarred face from the gold wing lip. He had a black leather pouch around his neck, like most of the students, but no other accessories. Nothing like an enemy's confections of sparkles from the sea. Turtle couldn't remember speaking to him. The skywing always looked as if they were in murderous moods. Hello, Flame, Darkstalker said politely. He put a rock down on the scroll he'd been reading to hold his place. Stay out of my head, Flame snarled at him. With pleasure, said Darkstalker. I know you are parking around in my mind before. Flame lashed his tail, glaring up at the Nightwing. I felt it. I hated it. Yes, Dark Circle said thoughtfully. Indeed, it's quite dark in there. What's that supposed to mean? Flame demanded. Like evil dark? And then Amy said curiously. Or there's nothing going on on inside dark? Flame hissed at her and Dark Circle gently stepped between them. You know, I have an idea, Flame, he said. I could fix your face. The Skywing Dragonette stared back and touched his venom slash snout and scowled. Scowling. Don't lie to me, he said. I already asked Anonymous to do that. He said he wouldn't, or couldn't. Slithering toadstool worm. You mean stone mover? Darksucker said with a surprised expression. I wonder why he said no. It wouldn't be that hard, or take very much out of him. Really? Flame looked even more furious. He moaned and griped and acted like it would kill him. He said he couldn't cure all the wounded dragons of Peria, so why even start? Festering rotten lungfish. Oh, dear, said Darkstalker, shaking his head. Well, I'm sure he has his reasons, but I could certainly do it if you want. Flame hesitated. Turtle could see his talons trembling slightly, although his face was fixed in, a permanent, in permanent rage. Finally, he said, Why would you do that for me? What do you want in return? Nothing at all. Darkstalker caught a deep indigo flower that was drifting down from one of the banners overhead and copped it in his claws. He took a step toward Flame, who held his ground. I'm currently trying to prove to a certain dragon that I'm not a villain. They think I am. I can be trusted. I'm here to help others. So why shouldn't you be one of the ones I help? No strings attached, Flame said. Ha! I don't buy it. I have a lot to make up for, Darksucker said. What's the word? Oh, I'm atoning. I need everyone to see that. I don't need your pity, and I don't want you to be- I don't want to be to your- I don't want to be your experiment, Flame growled. It's a simple good deed, Flame. There's no need to be suspicious. Darksucker stopped in front of him, his head nearly brushing the fired lobes of the ceiling. Flame started up at him, as though he was frozen in place, paralyzed by wanting something and not believing he could truly have it. 
I've seen in your mind how badly you need this. Just accept it. Darkstalker reached out and brushed the flower across Flame's face, tracing the scar from one end to the other. I chant this flower to heal Flame with the sky wings, without pain, erasing his scars and returning his face to the way it was before the accident with the sand ring. He lifted the flower away and Flame jerked away. Turtle watched awestruck as flame scales withered and whippled over his snout like snakes suddenly rising up and shaking off their skin. Flame yelled out a yelp, yell, clapped his talons over his eyes, and wrapped his wings around his head. In the ensuing silence, Darkstalker quietly plucked the petals off the flower and let them drift down to the stone floor. Finally, Flame folded back his wings and lifted his face toward the light. Turtle stifled a gasp. He'd expected to work, but it was shocking to see the smooth, unblemished ruby scales and the perfect shape of Flame's face. The Skywing Dragonette looked years younger and infinitely more innocent. Turtle wondered with a stab of shame whether he had judged Flame by his damaged looks, assuming he was a scarier dragonette than he truly was. Flame cla- claws touched the snow, brushing over the new scales with disbelieving care, as though they were made of the thinnest ice that might be shattered at any moment. Wow! An enemy blurted. You look totally different! Darkstalker, that's amazing! Flame glanced up at Darkstalker, then turned and bolted from the cave. All right, don't bother saying thank you, an enemy called after him. Some dragons, she said to Darkstalker, shaking his head, her head. You know, I offered to cure Starflight's blindness once, but Tsunami said no, my soul was too valuable. Whatever, whatever. She touched her neckband. But now I can, or you can, one of us can. Won't Starflight be excited? I'm not sure, Darkstalker said kindly. It's a generous idea, but in my visions, he relu- he's reluctant to accept a magic cure from us. If he gave him more t- a little time to get used to the idea. Reluctant? Why? And then we demanded. We can fix everybody now. Darkstalker didn't respond. His eyes were on the tunnel across the cave, where a moment later, Moon emerged, leading the other three Nightwing students. Well, this is exciting, said Darkstalker with a smile. I thought a better introduction might be in order, Moon said. She glanced at the other Nightwings anxiously. All right, everyone, this is Darkstalker. He promises he's not as bad as all the story says he is. Darkstalker, this is Mighty Claws, Mind Reader, and Fearless. I know, Darkstalker said. I've been looking forward to meeting you all face to face. It seems like the Nightwing tribe has changed a lot since I was around. Fearless was first to speak. Turtle peeked out and saw her claws nervously picking at the rock below her. What was it like in your day? she asked. Amazing, said Darkstalker. We were without question the most powerful and sophisticated tribe. Our kingdom was had a remarkable library, a huge training arena, where we hosted all the tribes for tournaments. A museum with the most beautiful art in Pyria, and a new music and the new music festival every full moon. It was glorious. It was, said Mind Reader wistfully. I can't believe it's all gone, Darkstalker said, shaking his head. He touched the skull beside him as though all his memories had vanished into it. Do you know where we've been living all these years? Mighty Claw asked. Turtle knows that he was the only one with a note of hostility in his voice. I can see in your memories, said Darkstalker. The island, the volcano, it looks terrible. It was terrible, Mighty Claw said accusingly. In a place of such darkness and danger, Darkstalker amused. The night, the Nightwings who who are left, the Nightwings who are left must have been very strong to survive. The Dragonets hesitated, glancing at one another. The sound of rain pouring down outside filled in the silence. It sounded like claws running overhead, like the waterfalls in the summer palace, like hurricanes closing in as the water rise. I guess, Mindy calls said thoughtfully, but we live in the rainforest now. That's much better, Mind mind Reader interjected. Now we're not starving or sick anymore, and we can breathe. I'm sure, said Darkstalker, although now you don't have a queen. We do, said Moon. We have Queen Glory. 
The other three nodded. Mind reader first. Turtle noticed the other two more slowly. Darkstalker's eyebrows twitched, but he didn't say anything for a moment. And I understand no one in the tribe has powers anymore, he observed. Were those really real? Fearless asked. Could Nightwings really do all those things once? Some of them could, he said, if they hatched at the right time. We had mind reading and prophecy classes for the gifted in my school. Oh, wow, mind reader reads. Not just classes on pretending to read minds and how to make up believe prophecies. Darkstalker chuckled. No, it was all real. I wish I could really read minds, she said sadly. Do you have any jewelry on you? Darkstalker asked. Um, this? Mind reader held out her arm to display a bracelet of green and silver glass beads strung along a twisted black wire. Troll guessed she had made it here in art class. Heads up, Moon, Darkstalker said, sliding the bracelet off Mind Reader's arm. Exciting things about to happen. Is this a good idea? Moon said anxiously. We can't leave this poor dragonette without a name that's a lie, can we? He asked. Darkstalker held the bracelet between his claws for a moment, with something glimmering in his dark eyes. Finally, he passed it back to Mind Reader. Wish granted, he said, smiling again. What? Oh! She gasped as the bracelet touched her scales. She looked at it up and eyes wide in wonder. I can, I can hear what everyone's thinking. I really can. Is this real? Three moons. Let's see. The seeming princess is thinking I don't deserve a gift like this. Moon is worried about whether it'll be too much for me hearing everything all at once. Mighty Claws of Fearless are both super jealous. Ha! This is amazing! She did a little jump in the air, fluttering her wings. Moon's right, said Darkstalker. It's a lot to handle at first, but Moon can help you if you feel overwhelmed. Moon can, said Mighty Claws. Why? Darkstalker, Moon started. Have a little faith in your fellow Nightwings, Moon, Darkstalker said. Don't you think it's fair for them to know you have, that you have mind-reading and prophecy powers? What? Fearless cried. They all looked at Moon as though she had suddenly sprouted six extra heads. But I was going to tell them, Moon protested. I mean, eventually, soon, when I figured out how. Well, now we're even for telling your friends about Skyfire, Darkstalker said cheerfully. Besides, I promise nobody's going to hate you. Th that... The way you were so worried everyone would, right, my friends? I don't hate her, mind reader said with a touch of smugness admiring her bracelet. How could you keep something like that a secret, Fearless demanded. That's not fair, Mighty Claws cried. She got to grow up in the rainforest, safe and fed and happy, and she gets all her lost powers? Ooh, he's thinking. Why couldn't it be me, mind reader announced gleefully. All right, genius. Anyone could have asked. Anyone could have guessed that, Fearless tempted her. Does your mother know? She asked Moon. I'm assuming yes, that slang apparently runs in your family. How could I tell anyone when I knew you'd react this way? Moon confided her. Ex exactly the way I expected. Hey, now, hey, now, Darkstalker said. He reached out with one massive talon and nudged Fearless back a few, a few paces away from Moon. That's right, I forgot one little step. Sorry, Moon. He turned to Mighty Claws and tapped the miniature diamond stud embedded in the dragonette's earlobe. It was so small that, that for a long time, Turtle had thought it was a tiny silver scale, but now he could see that it was an earring. Tell me, Mighty Claws, if you could have any power, what would you choose? Darkstalker, Moon said warily. Shouldn't you be thinking about your school? All right, all taken care of, Darkstalker said, waving one of his wings at her. Right, little princess? That's right, and then we flared her wings and looked imperious. So you can quit acting like you know everything, Moon. Darkstalker and I are just fine. Moon gave her a puzzled sideways look. So, Mighty Claws, Darkstalker's eyes glittered at the young Nightwing. What do you what do you think? Any power at all? I guess prophecy, he said. I mean, to be different from Mind Reader. You're thinking too small, Darkstalker grinned with all his teeth. Don't limit yourself to traditional Nightwing powers. What if you can do anything, any power you can imagine? Oh, Darkstalker, Moon said, starting to pace up and down the cave. I'm really not sure about this. 
Ooh, she's imagining all sorts of terrible things, Mind Reader reported enthusiastically. Shouldn't we check with Sunny or Tsunami or Queen Gloria at least? Moon asked. Do you think they'd really stop me from improving these dragons' lives? Darkstalker asked. Look how happy Mind Reader is now. Yeah, but... Moon trailed off. But you want all the power for yourself, is that it? Mighty calls out, slashing his tail. You don't like the idea of other dragons being special, too? Powers like these can be hard to live with, Moon said fiercely. I'm just worried for you all. I'll take yours if you want to give them up, Mighty Claw suggested. Me too, and Emmy said, ooh, then I'd be just like Darkstalker. Moon is sensible to worry, Darkstalker said soothingly. But lucky, luckily, I'm here to make sure everything turns out fine. Mighty Claws, what have you decided? And me, Fearless interjected, am I getting a power too? Do you have anything to enchant? Darkstalker asked, looking her up and down. I will, Fearless whirled and ran out of the cave. I have one idea, Mighty Claw said hesitantly, but it might be stupid. It's not, said Darkstalker. I can see what you're thinking. It's very creative. What? An enemy demanded. What is it? I don't get it, said Mind Reader. He wants to draw things and then, like, make them real. Like, if I draw a sword, then I could touch it and it would become a real sword, Mighty Claw said, glowing a little with excitement. And if I drew a pond, I could touch it and it would become a real pond. Or if I drew a banana, then I could touch it and, um, have a real banana to eat. Oh, that's what he really wants, Mind Reader giggled. An endless supply of food. Would have been pretty useful back on the volcano, Mighty Claws bristle. Wouldn't be making fun of me then. You'd be kissing my claws for a banana. We don't live on the volcano anymore, Mind Reader pointed out. We live in basically the banana capital of the universe. We don't need a magical banana maker. It's not just for bananas, Mighty Claws cried. Well, I think it's extremely clever, Darkstalker said. And Mind Reader subsided at once. Let me think for a moment about how exactly to, to word the spell. He tapped his chin pensively for a long for a few long silent seconds, and then touched Mighty Claw's ear again, whispering under his breath. There we go, he said. Did it work? Run to the arcade and see, Darkstalker suggested. Bring me back a banana, Mind Reader called after him, as Mighty Claws darted away. Darkstalker, why are you doing this? Moon asked. She stopped pacing and sat down with her tail around her talons. Turtle wished he were brave enough to stand next to her, taking strength from her strength. He wished she could tell him... Ex- he wished she could tell him what to think about any of this. The more he watched Darkstalker, the more confused he felt. Because this was a good thing Darkstalker was doing, wasn't it? Giving other dragonettes powers? That's what you want to think, his conscience whispered. Our tribes need help, Moon, Darkstalker said earnestly. They've fallen so far. I want to restore them to the powerful tribe I remember. And if I can do it by sharing my gifts, why shouldn't I? Because are you sure you won't turn evil? Moon asked. And these are huge decisions. Shouldn't you think about them a little more? I have been thinking about them, Darkstalker assured her. I've been thinking nonstop since I woke up, and I've checked all the possible features. This is the best path, believe me. A happy Nightwing tribe. Talons of powers for everyone. Talons of power, Moon echoed, her eyes wide. Like the prophecy? The whole beware part? I'm just joking, said Darkstalker. Try not to worry so much. I'm back, Fearless ran into the room panting. I'm here, I have something. She thrust out her arm. A pair of silver and black wires had been hastily twisted into a rough bracelet, barely visible on her wrists. She smiled up at Darkstalker in a frightening, worshiply way. Super strength, please, she said breathlessly. Darkstalker smiled back at her. Anything you wish. He touched her wrist and muttered something. When he was finished, she turned her talent over and then spun around and slammed her tail into his stalagmite, and instantly crumbled into a cascade of tiny rocks. Fearless set out a shriek of delight. Did you see that? she cried. Mind Reader toyed with her own bracelet, frowning. 
Well, she said, it's cool, I suppose, if you like that kind of thing. I mean, a bit obvious, but all right. Darkstalker suddenly sat up, lifting his head as though he could see monsters crawling out of the stalactites. He stared into space for a moment with faraway eyes. The other dragons all held their breath and watched in silence. Did you sense something? He said, finally looking down at Moon. She shook out. She shook her head. What was it, a vision? More of a pre-motion, he said. His expression was troubled, as if it were an act, Turtle thought. Then Darkstalker was really good at it. Even Turtle felt his anxiety jump a few notches higher. Someone's in danger. Can you feel it? Moon closed her eyes. Mind reader saw her do it and immediately closed her eyes, putting on a deeply pensive look. Hmm, yes, said mind reader, nodding. The princess who smells like fish is thinking maybe she should give herself some cool powers like ours. <laughs> Copycat. Oh, and there's Sunny's mind coming this way with a squirrel for Darkstalker, warning what he's found out about clear sight. Turtle felt a flash of worry that she'd hear his mind hiding nearby and give him way, but then remembered the skyfire which shielded him from all mind readers. He felt for his armband with a sigh of relief. Only three stones left. The other three holes marked the stones he'd given away to Winter, Kibley, and Kingajoo. Would Moon want a stone for herself now that there were two other mind readers around? Maybe not. He wasn't sure she'd still be able to read other minds if she was holding a skyfire rock. It's Stone Mover! Moon cried suddenly, her eyes flying open. She leaped to her wings, leaped to her feet, wings spread wide, and turned towards Sunny as she entered the cave. Sunny, your father! Someone's trying to kill him!